1: This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel said it best, the whole of the Auburn experience. It is something that encompasses sports, obviously Auburn football as a part of that. It's also something that encompasses the university, its alumni, but also its family members that never graduated as well. It encompasses a little town in central Alabama, but it also encompasses small towns in the united kingdom and many other far places the auburn experience is made up by who we are and what we experience with that experience that was a terrible way to say that but i'm gonna do it anyway (laughs) this is the auburn experience episode one the inaugural podcast which is hopefully going to become the regular banner show of the e2c network i am your host kyle loomis longtime. uh owner operator founder of the e2c network and i'm happy to be doing yet another project that i've given myself the opportunity to do opportunity or the curse to do but here i am again i obviously love it or else i would not be doing this but the auburn experience is always best spent with people the auburn people and i brought one of my favorite people alongside me that i've gotten to know through the history of the e2c network as mr austin scott austin war eagle Welcome to the Auburn experience.
0: Where are you, Kyle? Uh, you finally got me on one of these audio, if you're listening, audio only uh, podcast talking with you. And uh, here I am. We're trying something new out. And uh, I think you opened it really well. We'll see how this goes. But I-, I love talking about the whole Auburn experience. You and I both do. So might as well record it, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Why not? I mean, what, what could go wrong, possibly?
1: Uh, and, and the great thing about this is, uh, you know, we're doing this several different ways. Uh, So what we're going to do right here in this first segment is kind of give you what to expect or at least what we think you should expect out of this. Right. Because, frankly, this could all change. This could not work just to (laughs) kind of pull the curtain back. I don't know. I'm just here to have fun talking with Austin about all things Auburn. So what our goal is with this is about a 30 minute show ish with 10 minute ish segments where we're going to cover a particular topic. We did kind of discuss that, but the nature of what we want this show to be about is just having fun, kind of loose and free, not necessarily a formal makeup of that, and uh, just kind of bounce around whatever we want to discuss um, within the whole Auburn family spectrum, sports, otherwise. And we've got some ideas for things that we want to talk about tonight. Our, our plan as of tonight is to discuss after we kind of go through our normal little intro part here is to have a segment about uh, the Auburn Fan Day experience, the uh, open practice that was going on. All that's kind of encompassed with this weekend. We'll probably talk about that news that broke today about a certain quarterback. It's just 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 because we have to, I feel like. I mean, <laughs> I feel like there's people screaming on the podcast side of things that maybe don't follow on YouTube. We're like, oh my gosh, how are they not talking about this? Maybe we'll do that. We'll talk a little bit about some a cool experience that you can have in Auburn a nice little eatery joint over there that uh, I'm excited to go check out. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of shocked that I didn't make my way over there this weekend. So
0: no kidding, I've lost,
1: you may, I will hand in my Auburn card to you, Austin, virtually <laughs> for just a minute. So l- let's, let's start out with this and kind of trying to define what this is, what this is going to be, wh- what it's going to be about. When I say the Auburn experience, what does that mean to you, Austin?
0: Oh man, what a loaded question. Uh, I know, right? I, it, it's <laughs> The Auburn experience has been something different for every person. Uh, I think that's something beautiful about it. For some, it starts uh, really young when they're kind of born into it. That's how it started for me um, growing up and attending Auburn football games, but also just making regular trips down to campus with my dad. Um, But for others, you know, it starts when they chose Auburn uh, for college and they chose to go there for school and – you know, they chose it for a myriad of other reasons, but now they've become embraced into this Auburn family and it becomes to mean more and more with them each year. And for others, um, you know, chose not to go to college at Auburn or or couldn't, uh, but it's a sense of family for them. And it's a team that they are are attracted to or a school they're attracted to with different beliefs. Um, and so there's so many ways you can describe the Auburn experience. And and I I think it'd be naive of us to say we're going to, be able to encompass the whole thing, you know, through different 30 minute episodes. Um, But it's something that when you experience Auburn, uh, it's hard not to talk about. Uh, And so now we're going to get to talk about it for a while. it really is, and I've always known what I mean
1: by the Auburn experience, but I have a hard time explaining that for you. For those of you that have following the E2C network for a long time, you'll know that we do a podcast series that is coming back. I promise you, it is. Just, just, just give me time. I've got a lot <laughs> going on. If you can't tell, I've done a live stream today, a podcast today. Oh, I just here. This is how much we're going to pull the curtain back for you guys on this show. I literally just had the no huddle guys send me their audio for their podcast, our Auburn football <laughs> podcast, specific to AJ and Jared. So there you go, AJ and Jared. Just live, we told them when you sent that in, really late for me. <laughs> no, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> um, i kidding. I remember on that podcast, I'm with Jeremy Henderson of the War Eagle Reader. Great guy, great person. We want to talk about like really encompassing the Auburn experience and trying to capture what it means to be a part of the Auburn family. That guy goes to places – I didn't think you could go like it, there's a whole article about this great streaking on campus thing of like <laughs> the seventies or something like that. I even talked to someone else in that series that was not a part of it, but witnessed it happening. They were, they were told that, that if they did that their uh, parents would not uh, pay for the rest of their college. So uh, when I say that, I, I say that to say about the Jeremy Henderson thing, he and I spent basically an hour and a half trying to define what it means to be a part of the Auburn family. And we couldn't do it like it we know what it means you know what it means to you that's right, and yeah. i think we all kind of understand what it means to be part of the auburn family intrinsically we just can't put it into words yet amongst each other um sports obviously austin that's a big part sure
0: yeah i think you put it very well and it's uh it's something that you know, many have said before, can't be defined, but, you know, once you're inside, you know, uh, but to outside it's, it's hard to to really grasp. Um, and sports is a big way that, that that gateway
1: drug played
0: out. Yes. Gr- great way to put that. Um, but, you know, as we're going to get into, there's different parts of it too, that are, uh, you know, Auburn university is is the center of this whole town in Auburn, Alabama. Um, that, that is definitely tied into and definitely adds into the whole of the Auburn experience. So um, there's a variety of aspects to it that we're going to get into. And and that's the good thing about this, hopefully, that we'll get to. We'll ne- we're never going to run out of things to talk about with this. Yeah. Because uh, it always, it's always changing and always evolving. And I think that's kind
1: of when we envisioned this. That's what we wanted is something that – it's going to frustrate some of you sometimes, right? Why are you not talking about the football thing more? And trust me, there there is plenty of that on this YouTube channel, on the yep. podcast feed, on our social media. We got Go we got it. you covered. Yep. Trust me. We're we're not avoiding the topic. It's just we're trying to take a more holistic and in, intrinsic. I'm trying to use big words to make myself sound smart <laughs> because I've been doing this for 8 years and I feel like maybe You're that'll kind of okay so
0: far. Yes, yeah.
1: so far, so far. Just give me like two more minutes and I'll stumble over something really really poorly and make myself look like an incompetent fool i have a zoology degree by the way so this isn't my natural there go. that's a big thing word. that i think thing that i do zoology is a big word. it's not zoology it's zoology,
0: zoology. I, did
1: you know that you cannot find the zoology they don't have that
0: program anymore at auburn i've okay i have wondered that before because i knew that's what you studied in but mm-hmm. i was like i've never heard of anyone else doing that
1: there were four tracks at auburn uh, and I took obviously one of the tracks on under zoology and we we'll, we can get into more of that in another episode about maybe different, pers- <laughs> you know, why, how we took the route we took, you know, cause we're both graduates. Uh, some of us did more lucrative careers than other <clears throat> Austin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, well, when you see a zookeeper salary, you can talk to me about, that. <laughs> I, I shouldn't even say salary. I should say, uh, rent maybe, uh, um- <laughs> Yes, then then you could we can talk and compare notes on that. So that's that's the basic gist of what we envision this kind of giving you a perspective, of what to expect, thirty minute shows, uh, about ten ish minute uh, segments where we'll hit some particular topics. That first segment usually kind of be like a bounce around, unless there's just tons we got to hit on a particular episode. And then at the uh, you know that's how we'll kind of wrap this thing up. And whether you're watching on YouTube for this or you're listening to the audio recording. On the podcast we appreciate you being a part of this segment hey auburn fans i want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special here at the e2c network we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for auburn fans out there and best of all it's free to you but just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts videos blogs and more Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at Patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an e2c network booster exclusive communications and bonus content that is available nowhere else if you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one please head on over to patreon.com e2c network to join the e2c network booster club you can also get there by going to our website e2c support Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Let's move into segment two, Austin. I think we got to talk sports and we can talk about this particular weekend with Auburn football. Uh, again, I think people will scream if we don't let you at least acknowledge the, <laughs> I, I was going to say the elephant in the room but that feels sacrilegious on an Auburn podcast. Ooh, yeah, probably not. Um,
0: probably not.
1: The, the uh, Finley in the room and the response <laughs> with which that happened. So what I thought we would hit is obviously this open practice week. And I want to share a lot of my experiences from that uh, with the fan day and that kind of thing. But, We'd be remiss if we didn't give Austin an opportunity just to kind of maybe what what was the cap for for uh, opening week zero, fan day weekend, open practice weekend. You, you dare even mention the name TJ Finley right now, Austin?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I think a lot of people, hopefully, if they've been paying attention a little bit, saw this coming um, over the last couple weeks, it just feels like the more reporting's gone out or the more, um, buzz around the quarterback competition has been that uh, TJ has the grasp of the offense and, and Brian Harson likes the way he's kind of commanding the troops. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he officially was named quarterback one today for the uh, game against Mercer next week. So um, I can, I, see- let me ask you a question on that
1: note. Cause I've been wondering this. Do you think it was supposed to happen today or it was
0: leaked and it kind of got out and it had to be handled? What do you think? I think it was going to happen tomorrow. Uh, I I think think his first, his first week week, game week pressers tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's probably when in an ideal world, he would have liked to do that. Um, Obviously that didn't happen. I think ESPN broke it first or earlier today. So pesky um, ESPN, pesky ESPN, pesky worldwide leader. Um, Anyway, the worldwide lead. Well, I'm not going to get into that. I was about to say, don't uh, go down that. (laughs) No, 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 no. Not the rabbit hole we want. Um, But, yeah, so I can understand people's frustration. Uh, I think, you know, when you bring in two transfers because that, you know, that might show you didn't think what you had was good enough. And then those two don't end up being, quote, unquote, good enough. Uh, I can see the frustration in that. Um, But, you know, as Kyle and I have said many times on other streams, uh, you, you and I and anyone else listening is not at practice every day. Um, and I I have to trust the coaching staff is at least sees what they want to accomplish, uh, is, is, is through who they pick. Um, it is their jobs on the line quite literally. Um, and so while I'm not surprised, I I think this is the route they're going to go with. And, uh, for uh, as much as I, uh, love Auburn and might not agree with it and might not think it's going to turn out well, I really hope it does. And I really hope TJ, um, you know, has that? It's a lot of people have been talking about Jason Campbell's senior year, and I really hope he turns that corner. And and because if he does, it's going to be a really great year for Auburn.
1: Not to bring the pessimism in the room, I was making that same comparison for Bo last year, and uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, that really wasn't his fault at the end of it with his uh his injury. But uh, hey, you know, sometimes you end up in your fourth year winning a SEC championship at Auburn. And sometimes you end up at the Oregon Ducks i don't know how that's, that works but uh, that's a t-shirt
0: i'd buy <laughs> that's a t-shirt <laughs> i'd
1: buy hey listen oregon ducks got plenty of t-shirts you can buy but Bo no, is kidding. not wanting for gear at this point like he no has way. got himself covered up in nike in just awful i i my little pull pull the curtain back for myself i'm a fan of the color yellow i'm a it's my favorite color i hate it on the oregon duck stuff i didn't like, know that yellow I, it's weird. Like everybody tells, I tell people my favorite color is yellow, and they're like, "You're telling me it's not orange and blue?" And I'm like, "I know. Shocker, right?" My my entire life doesn't revolve <laughs> around the orange and blue as much as it may
0: seem like it. I mean, you can look behind. I would have head. never guessed yellow though, even if it wasn't orange and blue. Well, what would you have guessed? I don't know. I feel like green is a common after some blues. Uh, I just would. I don't feel like I Now you're making me a Florida else. Gator,
1: and I'm offended.
0: Green is Oregon too.
1: I'd rather be a Oregon I, duck than Florida Gator.
0: Well, obviously, yeah. I mean, that's. But no, that's Bo is not lacking in. Uh, he probably walked in and like Nike just like threw up on his <laughs> apartment. <laughs> all I mean, right, he's all probably, well, yeah.
1: More on the topic that we actually wanted to hit, but I wanted to give him a chance to talk about that. Uh, so I attended the open practice day slash I call it Auburn Fan Day. Now they give it some really ridiculous long title. I think it's the Auburn Football Preseason Kickoff fan day i think is what I it's called know i would it's have never known just call it golden flake day i mean because that's really what it is i mean <laughs> auburn and golden flake that's all you need to know and I'm, listen i'm not disparaging golden flake in any way them barbecue golden flake chips mm. sign me up every day and twice on sunday uh so and I, you know what i failed to get one of the bags there at the fan
0: day experience are you talking I, I, about the sweet heat or just barbecue it, both um, is there I something really wrong like with the both? sweet heat? No, no, no. I just feel like you can't find the sweet heat as uh, commonly. That's that's fair. That's that's uh,
1: But I really like the sweet heat. I I, I like most barbecue chips r- regardless of that. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. the fan experience uh, hosted by Golden Flake. It was the exact same as last year. Uh, you got the same. I think Auburn stores these inflatables like in a closet somewhere there in the Melton Student Center. <laughs> it, like they just drag them out for every event uh you know for the kids that, and they the kids love the heck out of it one, only one of them actually looks like an auburn thing it's got like an obby head on it i think if i remember correctly um the raptor center was supposed to be there and it wasn't i was so upset oh, as, a, wow. as a zoology guy as a bird guy i love my raptors i was so sad no appearances uh, at all whatsoever not unless they arrived before Later, i got yeah. there which they started the let me tell you about this. So I try to always be there for these so I can share you guys the live sc- streams for, um, the pep rally, essentially where the cheerleaders tiger paws, some of the band show up and do that. I literally pull up into the uh, parking deck there between Plainsman and Jordan hair. And all I hear is duh, duh. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Y'all were supposed to start 15 minutes. From now, and so I'm <laughs> running with like my little tripod trying to get out there so I can live stream some of it. So that's what my world was was like um now did you go to the fan day and open practice last week or last uh last year excuse me
0: last year yes this year no um but i like you know i was interested to see what it was going to be like last year and because it kind of felt like the first time yeah they've they've ever done something like this and it felt like you know brian harson was coming in trying to show people him show people his thing uh but from what i gather it sounded like it was very
1: similar Very similar, uh, like the Fan Day experiences I already talked about, minus a few missing things, like was the exact same. The practice, this time, if I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, Austin, I remember them going through, actually coming out of the tunnel, how they were going to do that, practicing the entrance, and Mm -hmm. exactly where they were supposed to run to. Do you remember
0: that exactly? Yes, yeah. It was simulating kind of what was going to happen the next That
1: was non-existent this time. It was just they came... it was almost like just a regular game. They kind of mold out. Here comes Anders. Here comes Evan McPherson. Here comes Evan. You know, special teams uh, running with Reed. We've all seen that segment, the runner with yes. Reed segment, the long snapper, which is hilarious. And we we saw him running around doing his next little segment. So I gotta, <laughs> I can't wait for that to come out because I oh, I may be in the back of one of the videos. So well, need to, there you, you go. Look, you need to look for an E two C. It's I'm way back, like up in the stands. Yeah, and I'm sure they, they're they using some probably background fading, but kind of I like I purposely just stood there like a statue, like see if anybody could see me on that. So
0: please be looking. That's for some that. good product placement by you.
1: It's almost like it was intentional. Maybe. Uh, that's, that's I don't know. A pretty good idea right there. But essentially this to me just felt like a regular game. I found it interesting that they didn't have to go through that this time, Um, that they didn't have to like walk through that. But I guess – I mean, this is second year and the majority of these guys have been through it. And so I guess they're relying a lot. Coach Harson talks about this a lot in his press conferences about uh, upperclassmen teaching or, you know, pl- mm. or he calls it a uh, peer teaching, I think is what he called. He expects or uh, peer coaching those that have been here before to assist in the coaching process. And that goes from the playbook, what you're supposed to do throughout the week, all those different things. So I guess that's really where it lines up. Um Things that I saw from the open practice, uh, the news today indicates exactly what we saw. Yeah. Uh, TJ's the starter. Uh, Calzada is either still not completely healthy or is just that far behind in the process that he couldn't win it out. And here's the reality I think a lot of people need to wrestle with. He may not be the guy, folks. Yeah, it it may be as simple as that he may not be the guy it, this is what happens when uh stupid content creators go out on a uh youtube channel and predict way too early who's gonna be the starting quarterback <clears throat> kyle um <laughs> i purposely did that though so um did you honestly think that we were gonna get any other result from that open practice other than tj or or uh maybe robbie
0: uh no no, I, I really thought it was going to be TJ before yesterday. And then, like you said, and you told me and other people told me, everything anyone else saw yesterday pretty much confirmed it. Um, but, I, you know, the way it sounds like, and whether it's due to injury or due to just, like you said, performance, he might not be the guy. It's just it's one, two, three, TJ, Robbie, mm. uh, Zach. So, um, yeah, I, I wasn't that surprised, especially after performances mm. yesterday and kind of everyone got to see what they've been seeing a little glimpse of it at least
1: i did a uh, post uh, practice live stream too so if you want to hear some more detailed thoughts about my opinions about that just kind of raw reaction video after that i talked a lot about that that's probably the two biggest takeaways is who is going to be the starting quarterback confirmed now uh, confirmed qb1 and then the wide receiver drops you know we went through a fall practice where it just seems like that was the big news that they've improved we're seeing a lot of these young guys rising up and then you know a guy like camden brown had several drops Ugh. in the practice and it, it, i'm not talking like they had to stretch out and they missed it even if they got their hands on i'm talking about in the in the chest kind mm-hmm. of thing. Numbers. ouch it was it, it's those are the things that half tj finley doesn't have me worried the That's holistic right. process yep has, has me worried. So how does that make you feel? Maybe kind of round out a discussion on uh, the open practice this weekend when you hear some of those things?
0: Uh, I mean, not great. It sounds a lot like we're going to be having some deja vu uh, with the line okay. and with receivers and I, nobody wants to hear it. I don't want to talk about it. Um, but it, it, you know, if things haven't improved from a year, a year later when it was a very obvious, everyone was like, Hey, this happens every week. Uh, Hey, position coaches were fired for it. (laughs) Like uh, if we're continuing to bring those things up year, a year after year, it's not going to be good. And so, uh, yeah, that's unfortunate to hear. And hopefully the only thing you can really hope for is once the lights turn on and once game helmets are on and ready to go, that those things don't happen. But if you don't practice what you do on the field, it's probably not going to be great. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you sound like coach Harson already, buddy. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm ready for his pressers. I, I know you I and am. I are both big believers in listening to the press conferences and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and coach Brian Harson will talk to you. My goodness. The man will talk to you.
1: Listen, you're uh, looking at two guys that were huge Gus Malzahn fans, but it frustrated us, us also to know in that he would never say anything at the press no, conference. Yeah. So. I've, I've
0: got a friend who just like when there's an ankle injury, I mean, to the point where coach Malzahn would just say, Oh, he's got an ankle. Well, we know, he's got an ankle, but coach, give perfect. me something. Give and then you've got Brian Harson, who might explain to you the MCL, LCL, everything you got going on in the knee, but uh, different
1: aspects, but I appreciate both. And he, and he might take a shot at the media while he does it as that's
0: well. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited for his press conferences to be back though. And uh, hopefully, it, hopefully he's got some good things to talk about. He does. Absolutely.
1: Let's move into uh segment number three on the inaugural episode of the Auburn experience. And this is going to be one of those things. Again, I, I know this is maybe the part, especially those of you watch live might tune out. I, I encourage you not to try to embrace all aspects of it. Cause we want to kind of have a well-rounded experience. And this might even help you on your game day experience and what you get to go. Cause here, here's Austin. Here's the problem that I have. There are some great places to eat around Auburn. the problem is, is the ones that are good close to campus are always packed on game day. Always the ones that are still good outside of that are pretty far away and parking's already a nightmare as it is. So once you, you got to go name it and claim it in your spot, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. If I want to use right. that reference, go grab that spot. I may or may not have slept in my car one time just to maintain a spot because <laughs> people are that, that vicious. I got, listen, did I ever tell you this I'll, The story about the uh, person at the iron bowl last, last year that tried to steal my spot that I've been saving for like two days yes i remember essentially it was an auburn fan and just tried to like act like they didn't move my chair out of the way and then came and yelled at us for moving my chair back into the spot it was anyway that's that's neither here nor there it's not a story that's really worth sharing here just frustrating (laughs) that you have to deal with that back to the topic of hand uh one of the things that auburn has really needed not just for game days but just in general is have one of these New additions to your eating repertoire that you can have around there to really help with the influx of students, fans, people visiting. And that sounds like um, – I'm going to let Austin kind of take the lead on this one. Describe what this is because you actually got a chance to go check it out. It's something that's brand new and opened.
0: That's right, yeah. So uh, like I mentioned earlier, for those that don't know, my wife and I live in Auburn. Uh, very happy Auburn resident. Rub it in. Just rub uh, it in. Just going to continue to rub it in until I can get Kyle down here uh, officially uh, to enjoy these experiences with me. And then we can all provide the Auburn experience firsthand every single day. Anyway. It's like synergy um, here in episode one. My goodness. <laughs> anyway. But for real, though, that is a thing where I like feel like this might be good for the, our podcast here is that I'm here. And a lot of you, you know, we always ask where people are from on live streams a lot of people are not from auburn and might only come to campus for you know game days or anything like that so a lot happens throughout the year and that's one thing my wife and i really like to keep up with is construction and changes and what all is coming to auburn one of the newest things that a lot of people have been talking about lately is the new uh tony and liberine center that is over uh, next to the university hotel and if you can visualize with me we've got the intersection of College and why am I blanking on it? Is that thatch? Is it thatch? That's what I was going to say. College and thatch. So you've got chapel, chapel on one corner, Samford Hall on one corner, the library on the other. And now there's been the parking lot for the university hotel. Now they have constructed a really big building there that is for culinary and hotel management students. But inside the bottom of it is a new food court. That's called the Heyday Market, and I am a really awesome big name, guy. a incredible name. Hats off to the people who came up with that. The Heyday Market has like, let me try and think. I think it was six or seven new restaurants in it, um, and it's very, um, I mean, envision a food court where you get your options. So we're talking like, like mall. We're talking like you mall, know the Auburn Mall, airport, malls. just stuff like that.
1: Yep. Is it more mall nice or airport?
0: Mall. Uh, mall.
1: No. Yeah, mall. It's nice to in the airport. I, I know that maybe like sounds like we're maybe degrading what's there because we're not trying to make fun of it. So food court. I'm just trying to put a no, no. perspective for folks because to me, a food court for an airport is a very different thing for a a mall situation. No, Most it's, places,
0: it's more of I don't know. I think it's more close or to a mall just because I feel like an airport. It's like w- way more wide open. This is all kind of centralized. Um, but okay. it was really good. They've got. A pizza place that's not open yet. They have mm. a uh, noodle place, tacos, burgers. Um, there was a Cuban sandwich place. Like they got different kinds of Cuban. Oh, that sounds really good. It was really good. And we had the burger place. That was like kind of the one that was moving the most. It was very busy. Uh, everybody was checking it new out. But I say that and then it kind of, it, everything moved pretty quickly. Like once you got your food, people sat down, ate a really great outdoor seating area um but yeah it was really neat there's a lot of students in there they can use their dining dollars in there um it was really cool and something i think a place like auburn and a a city like auburn has been uh lacking and and really needed um so yeah i'm really interested to see how well it does and how well it does on game day i think it was great they got it open here with like a week and a half to go before it's almost like they planned it some smart people over there um but yeah, really good. And I'm really interested to see what others think of it, because I think as things kind of move in and out of there, I don't know if everything there right now will always be there, um, but I think it'd be a really good option for them to kind of move certain things in and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just a really cool place and a really cool idea of a whole of that whole area with the culinary school um, Someone once told me, I tell everyone this and then I never actually go follow up and find out if it was right or not. But someone once told me that this was the first graduate culinary school in the state. And I think that's really cool if that's the case. Even in Birmingham? Even in Birmingham. Because I think that's where it would be. I agree. I agree. And I want, I'm telling, now that I have all these people listening and you listening, now I'll be able to actually get some accountability on finding out if this is true or not. (laughs) But someone. (laughs) Uh, which I could have done for myself numerous other times. I've told people this.
1: how dare you Um, not be prepared for an inaugural podcast. That's just
0: me, but I think it's super cool. I love the idea of, you know, giving kids hands-on experience for this. Um, And it gives me good food and others good food in the process. And that feels like a big win-win. So it's really check it out this week. That's right. Let us know what you think of it. Um, Like I said, I had the burger place, which I don't remember the name of, but it was so good. Um and yeah, I'll be making returns until I try them all in there. They had gelato in there too. that was the other place what, no, they have a gelato you're... place, and Emily got a blueberry uh what was it blueberry passion fruit sorbet that was fantastic. That place was busy too and it will be next week, and I guarantee that. Let me just tell you if if you're not lying to me.
1: That's what gets <laughs> Jessica down there because Bucky's is coming to Auburn folks. If you didn't know what Bucky's is and that's another podcast for another day. Cause we will definitely we'll talk do that one day. Bucky's I, I think Bucky's a little overhyped, but I still admit that Bucky's is cool and yeah, that's, absolutely. it's going to be a much needed thing for Auburn. Um, That's what's going to get Jessica, my wife to Auburn gelato place. That's check box. Number two, I just got to figure out what number three is and maybe we can get us all down there <laughs> together.
0: <laughs> gelato, gelato place. It was big. It was big. My sister-in-law got uh, a lemon that was really good. It was big. That place had a line very far. And you know what? Now that I'm thinking of it, Kyle, this is very relevant to this right now, and I'm not joking. Uh, We were sitting there looking for a table to eat, and I'm like, what is this random room right here that has two chairs in it? And there's a podcast studio in the middle of this heyday market room, big room with multiple vendors. And there is a, like, maybe seven foot by seven foot room with two mics and a big chair. And it says, please do not enter the podcast studio after hours or something like that. So you could just go in there and record a podcast. Is that what it sounds I like? Yes. It looked like a soundproof
1: room. Really what are nice we doing downstairs. here, Austin? I'm, I'm telling we you, not we, could right have,
0: we could have our gelato and burgers and giving people a... A live look into the Heyday Market from the Heyday Market. This My is something we need to goodness. talk about. Brainstorming
1: happening live. Okay, well it looks like on top of the very busy schedule that I will have uh, right. being on campus for Game One, now I've got to make a point to get over to Heyday Market. Check it out, first place. But now that there's a podcast studio there, they'll probably like look at me like, "Who are
0: you?" Uh, but like, don't you know me? I've been doing this for eight years. Um, well we'll just I, you'll just tell them, have you not heard there has only been one podcast done about the heyday market, and it was ours and so I, I, you, you need to let us use that room to talk more about the heyday market
1: with gelotto, please. I hope that's the case, but somehow I feel like there was at least one podcast out there that talked about it. That's awesome though, yeah, uh, I'm excited probably. to go try it out,
0: yeah, it was awesome. It's going to be a great addition, and i can't just I can't imagine how much food they're going to crank out here in the next few days.
1: Well, I think that's how we're going to leave you all today hungry uh, for gelato, (laughs) for a pizza place that's not there yet, for a Cuban sandwich, noodles, everything that you could want. You've got a new dining option at Auburn that, uh, and listen, that's not taken away from from my mama's love at that dingy old place that I I have to go eat at because it's just not the same unless it's there. That's not taking anything away Mm. from Niffers down, you know, in Opelika Road. That's not Mm. taking anything away from, I've never been to Hamilton's, you know, I've heard it's great. But you know, uh, there's tons of other places, but this is the new thing, and so that's why we wanted to talk about it a little bit. And so now I might have to go try it and give you my own review, maybe not the next episode, but ones down the line, so we can cover that particular topic.
0: Yeah, so. well, if anything else, it'll help spread people out. And so if people are oh, just gosh. hard set on their favorite spaces, maybe the, you need to tell those people, Hey, have you tried the hidden market? We'll go down there so I can have my mama's love
1: exactly because it's See? not a it, d- it doesn't move fast in there right now at all just because of the amount of people it has nothing to do with the level of commitment of the workers or anything like that it's just that's the right. amount of people that are always there it is rare that i walk in there now and wait less than 10 minutes uh for just to put my order in yeah. it because it's it, and it's, it's my it's your mama's love so that's why you love it
0: gotta have well it.
1: i think that's gonna do it for our inaugural podcast episode for the auburn experience as we said uh, a holistic look at being part of the Auburn family sports and everything in between. And we hope to continue this. Our goal is to do a, a weekly one. Uh, we hope that you guys will bear with us as we kind of figure this thing out, work on it, make it better. And if you had feedback for us, things you'd like to hear more about special topics, this is what this is about. The ETC network Absolutely. is about you, the Auburn family, and what you want to hear, what you want to talk about. So do not hesitate. You can hit me up on social media at Kyle Loomis, 24 on Twitter or you, the, uh, at E2C network, Twitter handle, Facebook, Instagram. We're on TikTok Uh
0: I'm there. I promise <laughs> I'm doing things that's not going well. Where can they find you Austin? Uh, I'm anywhere. You can find me Austin G Scott, just about on every social media platform. Uh, I've, I've luck, I've thankfully commandeered that on just about everything I think at this point. So come find me, let Thank me know you. if there's, Oh, I don't have the money for that. Let me know if there's a, if let us know if there's something we want to talk about, something we can figure out what's going on, on around town, around campus. You've heard about and want to hear more of, and uh, I think we nailed our first one. Guy, we'll see how it, the response is, but we, I mean, we put together a product that
1: that, that we did was That's it a good, a good one? Box. We'll find out somewhere down the line if it was a good one or not. That's Thank right. you all for listening here to the Auburn experience, and we appreciate you being part of our little family within the Auburn family, the EPC Network family, War Eagle.
0: Where